All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Are you ready? That's the right who ball is. Time to break it down. Box score breakdown, y'all. Josh Millman, I'm back. Wednesday night, December 11th. Got a big old slate for you. 11 games. A lot of action. Big names. Big box scores. Lots to cover. And as always, I got my man, El Capitan, Kurt Beach. Kurt, what's up, dude? Josh, you know me. I'm just living the dream out here. How are you doing? Yeah, baby. I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. How's everything been? You're good? Yeah, yeah. No complaints. Getting ready for the holiday season. Exactly. Aren't we all? It's, uh, you know, always that, that holiday chaos where you're just kind of just waiting for it to get there. You know, all the stress that goes into it. I feel you, man. I feel you. But uh, a lot of ball to cover. Uh, so we're going to get right into it. 
Um, and as always, you know that this is a hoop ball presentation. Uh, the box score breakdown, hoop-ball.com. Check us out online. Uh, also, we are brought to you by the Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. So this podcast, like all of our shows, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com or on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. We're also on Twitter at H-I Kona Coffee. And also make sure that you check out the Brews Letter. Our founder, the great Aaron Bruski, he's writing an email newsletter. So if you haven't signed up already, check out hoop-ball.com slash newsletter. Sign up. It'll take 10 seconds, and it is just incredible content. You won't find it anywhere else. He's not doing it on social media. He's not writing for the site. It's only in this newsletter. So do us all a favor. Sign up. Hit pause on this podcast and go sign up. Speaking of this podcast, do leave us a review. If you like what you hear, we would love the feedback. Uh, that's what keeps us going over here at the Hoops. So uh, would love would love your commentary if uh, if you're listening out there to the box score breakdown. So Kurt, again, we got a big old slate, so we're gonna hop right into it. I'm gonna start with the Rockets and Cavs. Rockets winning 116 to 110. I, this is. No, not not let's not stand on ceremony here i guess this is all about james harden uh the beard going off for a monster 55 points eight assists three boards two steals two blocks one of those james harden nights man uh 20 of 34 from the floor including 10 three-pointers just one of those games where you just sit back and go my god this guy is incredible um, he's the number one guy for a reason. And this was uh, just one of those nights where he just let it all hang out. Uh, Russell Westbrook didn't have a, a, a bad night himself. Uh, 23 points, seven boards, six assists. He had four steals also. And uh, the beauty of this line is that he was 9 to 20 from the floor, so he didn't kill you in field goal percentage. And he was also perfect from the stripe, which is great. Uh, I would love this kind of night from uh, Ross more often where he doesn't uh, force those triple doubles on you and uh, crushes you in the percentages. So this was uh, an encouraging night. Clint Capella with a double-double, 10 points, 13 boards, uh, an assist, a steal, and three blocks. A very uh, a very good, uh, solid Clint Capella night, five to six from the floor. Uh, not eye-popping stats, but again, this is uh, very typical of a, uh, a solid player uh, like Capella. Uh, P.J. Tucker. Eight points, a couple steals. He had five boards and an assist. Uh, not great shooting, though. He had two three-pointers, but only two of eight from the floor. Perfect from the stripe. Uh, Daniel House as well. Uh, six, Only six points, three boards, an assist, a steal. Also a poor shooting night. This was James Harden's night. Uh, I wouldn't look too deep into those numbers from P.J. Tucker. They are both going to get heavy minutes, uh, and they will, will get the effect of... Just by virtue of playing those heavy minutes, they will continue to have uh, solid value as a part of this high-scoring uh, Rockets team. Uh, one thing to note is Ben McLemore off the bench, uh, 33 minutes, but not a whole lot with it. Six points, three boards, and, a, and an assist with the block as well, but also a poor shooting night. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into McLemore. I know he's got he had uh, been a little bit hot with House out of the lineup, uh, but with Eric Gordon coming back. Uh, I and 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 Macklemore sh- shifting to the bench. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't pay too much uh, of an investment in him 
uh, maybe as a, a three-point streamer, but uh, I think we know who he is at this point. Uh, Kurt, what do you want to hit on for the Rockets before we move on to the Cavs? I agree Cavs. with you on all that stuff, man. Keep holding house in Tucker and Macklemore. I don't think he's a must-own guy in 12-teamers. Like you said, he's a streamer for threes, kind of like a Tim Hardaway. He's going to be up and down. But as much as I score, he should have value most nights. Uh, but he's not a must-own. On the Cavs' side, Kevin Love, 17-11, and 11, two assists, a steal, a block. Uh, better, better game for him tonight. His name's been thrown around in some trade rumors. So kind of depending on where he would land, how that would affect his value. He says he wants to go to a contender. Chetty Osman still starting and not doing anything of note for standard leaguers. Tristan Thompson's having a decent year. A really good year. A decent night tonight. 11-7, two assists, one steal, one block. Colin Sexton doing his thing, scoring and not much else. 18 points, one rebound, one steal, three assists. Darius Garland, I've had hopes for this guy, and I pick him up. I drop him. I pick him up. I drop him. And right now, I'm leaving him on the wire until he does it a couple times and has solid games a couple times in a row. But it might not be till later in the season, and it might not happen at all, especially if he's taking le- lessons from Colin Sexton. Off the bench, Larry Nance Jr., only 18 minutes, 3.6 boards, 1 assist. He'll be better than this on most nights, and he's probably somebody you want to cling to with those trade rumors for Kevin Love. I believe Love is eligible to be traded around December 15th or 16th. I could be wrong on that. So, I mean, he might not even be there in a few days. So I'd keep holding Larry Nance if you had him and maybe pick him up if he's been dropped and you have somebody to cut. Jordan Clarkson, kind of similar to Sexton and Garland, 17-4-4, one steal, one block, three threes. And really the only guy here that moves the needle for me or has my interest is Kevin Porter Jr. 29 minutes tonight. 24 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and 6 three-pointers. I would probably put money on that being his best line of the year. But I'm definitely intrigued. He's got the ability to kind of contribute across the stat sheet. I'm not picking him up anywhere in standard leagues. Maybe in deep leagues if you can afford to hold on. But he's definitely somebody I'm going to be keeping an eye on going forward. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I agree. Just keep an eye on, on Porter. Just they, they need to shake up this lineup, and there's probably going to be some opportunity for him to play. Uh, Larry Nance, yeah, this seems like a, a weird outlier for him. I, I wonder if it was just the matchup or something else, but um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Just hang on to him uh, because we know what uh, Nance can do uh, from a value standpoint. Uh, so thank you for that, Kurt. Uh, we're going to move on to the Pacers and Celtics. Uh, Pacers beating the Celtics 122 to 117. Uh, we will, I will start on the Celtics side of things with Kemba Walker uh, with a 44 point outburst, uh, seven assists, three rebounds, couple steals, 16 of 28 from the floor. He was feeling it. Uh, seven three pointers as well. Just a, a huge night for him. This is probably his best game in a Celtics uniform. Uh, so good on him just because, you know, it, it was a little bit up and down for him. Uh, but we know he can blow up. And uh, without Marcus Smart there, they, they they needed to try to ride Kemba Walker. Unfortunately, it didn't result in a win uh, for the Celtics. But uh, fantasy owners aren't going to mind that so much when they see a night like this. Uh, moving on to Jason Tatum. His shooting struggles are kind of continuing. He was only 4 of 13 from the floor, 16 points, 6 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals. Uh, perfect from the stripe, though. And I don't think Tatum owners are, are going to panic that much considering what value he's brought. But uh, the shooting is a little bit worrisome. 
but that's really the only flaw uh, that he's that he's bringing right now. He's still excellent. Uh, Daniel Tice, uh, 11 points, uh, six boards uh, in 27 minutes on five of nine shooting. He didn't really do much on the defensive side, which he's good at, but he also fouled out in this one. Uh, without the Time Lord Robert Williams, uh, he seems to have a little bit more control uh, of the front court on this Celtics team right now, as Ennis Cantor only played 14 minutes off the bench. So, again, he's a, a little bit more of a borderline guy. Uh, I like him, but uh, no, nothing really on the defensive side today. Uh, he's not he's not a hold for me, but just something someone to just uh, keep an eye on when, if injuries hit the Celtics front court. Uh, Jalen Brown, 18 points, eight boards, eight assists, a steal on seven to 12 shooting, uh, two, three pointers as well. Great line for him. Only two of three from the stripe, which, okay, not the worst thing in the world. Uh, great overall line. He's been excellent this year. Uh, four turnovers kind of stinks, but again, he's going to handle the ball a lot. He's going to shoot the ball a lot. Uh, comes with the territory. He's having a nice season, uh, and, and something that we thought he could do, uh, by stepping forward on this Celtics team. Uh, Gordon Haywood, uh, 25 minutes. Yeah, I think he got banged in the nose uh, tonight, so had to leave this game uh, a little bit early. Uh, he only had nine points, three assists, uh, and a rebound. Uh, I wouldn't look again. Don't 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 panic again. It's one of those things where just I think he was uh, he got hit in the face and uh, had to leave the game. So just hang on. Just keep an eye on the news. And, uh, you know, go from there. Uh, Brad Wanamaker was leader off the bench with 12 points, six boards, an assist, uh, a steal, and a block. But I wouldn't pay that too much mind either because, again, uh, Marcus Smart being sidelined in this one. But a very starter-heavy rotation for these Celtics. Uh, and, again, that will probably remain the case, especially when Smart comes back. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Celtics? Only if you're a big uh, Gordon Hayward believer. He was a top 30 type of guy. Uh, I think he still was prior to tonight. Sometimes people just look at the stat line and not necessarily the news on that player. So if they see that stat line, his last game was a little lackluster, you might be able to buy low on him. On the Pacers' side, DeMontis Sabonis continues to feast with 15-14. and 14. Also had 8 assists tonight, which is nice. A steal, 5-11 from the field, 5-6 from the free throw line. He's having a great year, taking all the rebounds. He had 14 out of the starters, total 21, so two-thirds of the rebounds, uh, which my, left Miles Turner with just four. He had 11 points and two blocks, one three. I think he's a massive buy low right now. He, I think he's around number 95 in nine cap. However, that being said, I don't think he's going to be getting up to his second-round value where he, he was taken, uh, second-round valuation where he started the season in most leagues. But he'll definitely be better than this. And really, you just want those blocks out of him anyway. He can win you that category almost by himself. Malcolm Brogdon, perfect from the free throw line, 15 of 15. Chipped in 29 points, 8 dimes, 2 steals. He's having a great year. Jeremy Lamb, quiet night, 6 points, 2 assists. Who else we got? TJ Warren, 14 and 1 with 2 assists, 1 steal, 2 threes. Kind of usual suspects here. Similar stuff going on. We got news on Victor Oladipo today that they really don't know when he's going to return. Uh, I would keep holding on to him, especially if you got him in an IR spot or if you have multiple IR spots. That could that could change any point. Justin Holiday was nice off the bench with 17 and six, three steals, three threes. He's pretty pretty shaky, but maybe a deep league special. And Aaron Holiday, 
who's always pretty good whenever he gets decent minutes. 27 tonight for 18 points, three rebounds, one assist, two steals, two threes. And really not a whole lot moving the needle here for me, Josh, in terms of value gained or lost. What about for you? Uh, yeah, probably more of the same. I, Justin Holiday's had some really sneaky value games this year, uh, and this is one of them. This is a pretty solid line for him because he can uh, three and D a bit. Um, so it's a big scoring night. Surprising to see him take uh, 14 shots out of this team. So he's actually had some value. I think he's a pretty nice uh, little streamer if, uh, while this streak is going on for him. Again, uh, the potential or not potential return of, of Victor Oladipo kind of throws things for a little bit of a wrench. But uh, just, uh, you know, if he's available, I'm, I'm not opposed to you picking uh, Justin Holiday up because he can uh, – he, he's good. He's got a good overall uh, fantasy-friendly game uh, to him. So uh, keep your eye on him if, if you don't have him already. Uh, we're going to move on to the Lakers and Magic. Uh, the Lakers uh, dispatching of the Orlando Magic, 96-87. to 87. Uh, We will start with the King, LeBron, 25, 11, and 10. That's a triple-double, folks. Uh, a couple steals as well on 11 of 24 shooting. Uh, a three-pointer, uh, and his customary lousy shooting from the free-throw line. Uh, again, we love th- – this is, this is you know, the LeBron we expect. He can fill up the stat sheet, and he's still going to struggle from the strike. Um, you know, he, he's going to still put up top 10 value uh, in spite of it, uh, but you're, you may have to be forced to punt free-throws if, if you're carrying them, and it's kind of difficult. So uh, him and Giannis – uh, it's a bit of a struggle in those categories, but uh, he can do it everywhere else. A, a quiet-ish night from Anthony Davis. Uh, the Unibrow went for 16 and 12, added six assists, a couple of steals, a couple of blocks, and only six of 20 from the floor. Uh, did add a three-pointer and was only three of four from the stripe. Quiet night, uh, by at least by Anthony Davis standards. I wouldn't panic by this by any means. It's just, you know, it was a little off-shooting night. You know, on the road, one of the better defensive teams in the league. Eh, don't worry about it. Uh, KCP, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, uh, had 15 points and three steals. Not a whole lot else, but 5 of 10 from the floor and played 31 minutes. So, again, a lot of three-point streamers out there. He's one of them. Uh, he's, been, he's been getting solid minutes uh, on this team. So just someone to keep a, your eye on. Uh, Danny Green, uh, doing, uh, getting a whole lot of time and doing a whole lot of nothing with it, as usual. Uh, eight points, five boards, three assists, a steal, uh, a block. I mean, it's a nice all-around line, but uh, I, just kind of the season he's having, this is probably like as optimal as it gets for him. Uh, you know, deeper leagues, sure. Standard leagues can't endorse right now. Uh, this team is owned by uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis, and whenever Rajon Rondo comes back, uh, that will throw a wrench into things as well. Uh, JaVale McGee got the start at center. He, got, he had eight points, four boards, uh, nothing, no blocks, which is where he gets a whole lot of his value. So that's kind of disappointing. Uh, the timeshare that he has with, uh, Dwight Howard is tough to depend on either one of these guys. Uh, JaVale just by default kind of gets the nod in that regard. Uh, Alex Caruso, uh, for those hoping that, uh, he, he, uh, he'd kind of be a breakout guy off the bench. Uh, not, a, not a great line for him. Seven points, six boards, a steal, he did play 28 minutes, which is encouraging. But again, with Rondo out, it's hard to tell uh, whether these things will remain consistent. 
Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Lakers? Now, like you said, man, it's AD and the LeBron show. After that, it's hard to trust anyone. Yes, sir. Give me some magic. On the magic side, Aaron Gordon went for 14 and 14 with a triple one. Jonathan Isaac had 19 and 8 with a steal, two blocks, two threes. Gotta love that guy. DJ Augustine got the start because Markel Fultz was out with a stomach virus. He had two points, three rebounds, two assists. Evan Fournier, he's been a, a pretty hot sell high candidate. 18, 2, and 5, three threes. He might take a hit in usage when Vooch comes back, which uh, I'm reading could be as soon as Friday. And that would really hurt the value of Kem Birch and also Mo Bamba. Probably more so Kem Birch. Bamba's kind of been getting the same amount of minutes he did even when Vooch was playing. Off the bench, he had 13 and 4 with a block. He's a decent block specialist. Terrence Ross, he played 29 minutes, only had four points, one rebound, one assist, three steals, no threes. He's been really hot the next, the last month. He'll probably also lose a few shots when Vooch comes back, but he's been great. Keep holding on there. And really, that's all I have on the Magic, Josh. Yeah, these guys are pretty easy to decipher. You know, Jonathan Isaac is, is Jonathan Isaac. Uh, Gordon, you know, again, every time you think, like, he's terrible, he puts up a decent line. And, yeah, uh, Bamba, uh, look, we got to wait and see what happens with uh, when Vooch comes back. Um, you know, but uh, I, I still think that he can carve out a permanent role off the bench, uh, depending on just how healthy Vooch will be when he gets back. Uh, we will move on to the return of Kawhi Leonard to Toronto. And it was the Clippers, his new team, beating his old team, 112-92. to 92. Uh, it was all about Kawhi, and in this one, he had 23 points, five boards, six assists, a couple steals on 8 of 14 shooting, perfect at the stripe, a very solid Kawhi line. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've, we've kind of dinged him on is the percentages haven't been great uh, this year. His usage has been up, the shooting's been up, the percentage is not quite there, uh, at least not what we have been kind of uh, you know, trained to get from uh, Kawhi Leonard, but this was a solid shooting night for him. Uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, Paul George is only 3 of 14 tonight. Only 2 of 14 from deep. He was perfect at the strike, but all in all, that only resulted in 13 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, a steal and a block as well. Again, just chalk it up to one of those off nights, uh, and the Clippers kind of controlled this one after the second quarter, so I'm not going to read too much into this. Uh, Maharkless, 14 points, seven boards, an assist and a steal. Uh, not bad night for him. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, up and down, I guess. You know, not, no one I'm holding on to in standard leagues, but he does kind of contribute games like this, uh, especially when we know when uh, Kawhi Leonard is having one of his sabbaticals. Uh, Pat Beverly, uh, I think he left this one early due to a uh, concussion. Uh, yes, he did. He left early due to a concussion, so he only played 19 minutes. We're looking pretty good early on. Uh, 11 points, four boards, two assists, a steal, and a block. It's almost like a full full line for him, so it's a shame that he had to leave early uh, for Pat Beverly uh, to kind of cut his night short and see what was. Uh, the big guys off the bench, Montrez Harrell, 10 points, six boards, four assists, and a block. Only three of nine shooting uh, in this one for him. Uh, we will probably just chalk this one up to the Clippers were, you know, were in control of this one. Uh, didn't really need Harold's services. So I'm not going to read too much into that. He's been excellent 
for the good majority of the season. Lou Williams, 18 points, six boards, eight assists, uh, a steal. A great night for Lou Will. Uh, his shooting can kind of come and go, uh, but he was 7 of 12 tonight, uh, three three-pointers from deep. And those are really your, your main cogs in, in the Clippers' wheel. Uh, Kurt, what else you got for me on those clips? I got nothing on them, man. You nailed it. <laughs> you want to hear about Love the Raptors? It. Yeah, baby. All righty. Pascal Siakam, 24-4-3. One steal, three blocks, 1-3. Uh, he's having a great year. Mark Gasol, well-rounded line for him. Guy who's been getting some drop questions. 9-11-6 with three steals, one block, 1-3. One, Obviously not giving you the return you'd probably want. And he doesn't score a lot, but he's he's kind of quietly doing everything else. So I'd, I'd probably keep holding him in pretty much all spots. Kyle Lowry, off shooting night, only took eight shots. Six points, six assists, two steals. He'll be better. Played 35 minutes tonight versus like the 39 that he'd been getting in the previous game. So it's better. You probably want his minutes to be even lower, probably around 31, 32, if he's going to stay healthy. Norm Powell, he'd been... A little up and down, but he's had more good games than bad in the last three weeks or so. 22-3-1, one steal, two three-pointers. He's not a bad last guy to have on your on your team. Other than that, OG Ananobi, 13-7, one steal, two blocks, one three. Some of the luster has been coming off on him. I still love his game, his ability to contribute in all those cash-counting stats. We hear that Fred Van Vliet's knee contusion which kept him out tonight, isn't supposed to be super serious. So hopefully we see a return there. He's been having a great year. Off the bench, Chris Boucher, only nine minutes. Abaka went 0 for 8 from the field and 0 for 3 from three-point land, which is not quite like him. But he did get you five boards, three assists, two blocks. The blocks haven't been him been there for him this year. I think he's averaging 0.8, so definitely down. But... He's still getting you 13 points and seven boards. That's something that's probably pretty hard to get off the waiver wire, and I'd expect his blocks to at least come back a little bit. Uh, Terrence Davis had some buzz around him, only played 15 minutes, so it's not someone you can count on there. What's your take on these Raptors, Josh? Yeah, you got you got uh, you got it all pretty much on lockdown. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I, I mentioned this in in fantasy NBA today. I'm not giving up on Marcus All. Um, and for that reason, he may not be super involved in the offense, but he can do a bunch of things uh, everywhere else. And uh, as long as we recalibrate our expectations, uh, just don't think that he's going to be like the top 50 guy, but could be kind of a back-end top 100 guy if he keeps putting up lines like this. Uh, that's not a bad guy to have. You know, there's there's always room for guys like that. And, uh, yeah, and uh, on the flip side, just a bad night for Ibaka. Just, uh, you know, his numbers are down. Uh, he just, uh, I'm sure he's still getting back in the swing of things. Uh, it's a good, good, uh, good buy low or pickup opportunity if he's been left, uh, left, left hanging in your leagues. Hey Josh, uh, we, I, go ahead. I just, so speaking of Gasol, I, I looked him up. He was drafted or his default draft was around 76 and he's around 130 something right now. But in the last 30 days, he's actually 78. So his default rank was 76. Yeah. He's at 78. Only six points and shooting 33% from the field. And, it's unbelievable. And, yeah, and like you said on uh, Fantasy NBA Today, that's that's definitely due for a, a regression. I mean, so he could actually climb higher than his draft day cost. 
Yeah, I think he's got a little bit of a run in him. Again, like I, I don't expect him to, you know, blow up the, the scoreboard on most nights, but still, he does so much around uh, the other categories that just a few more shots need to go in, and maybe this is a sign of things to come. Yeah, and one point uh, seven blocks in the last thirty days. Yeah, that's pretty nice. We'll take that, right? He's yes, he's gonna he's gonna play defense, and that's that's what he's there for, and they're gonna keep him on the court for that reason. Moving on. Oh God, my Nets blew a massive lead and wound up defeated by the Charlotte Hornets, who were playing their third game in four nights and on the back end of a road back-to-back. Just an inexcusable loss for my Nets. I apologize. Uh, a little bit, a little bit angry about that, as you can tell. One thirteen, one oh eight was the final score in favor of the Hornets. Uh, we'll start with Devontae Graham, who, again, we go back and forth on this show as to who the most improved player is, or at least the the fantasy waiver pickup of the year. Devontae Graham is a monster, and he has been excellent. 40 points, 5 boards, 5 assists, 12 of 21 shooting, 7 three-pointers, 9 of 11 from the stripe. Just another outstanding night. He caught fire in the second half. The Nets had no answers. He carried this Hornets on his back. Uh, an incredible night. He's locked in, guys. You know, that that's all there is to it. Uh, Terry Rozier had, uh, had been improving over the last uh, few games. Not a great shooting night for him. We always can't depend on him for field goal percentage. He was only 5-15 tonight. Did have 13 points. Seven boards, four assists uh, to go along with it. Uh, again, he's been a little bit better, but just not a great shooting night for him, so I wouldn't uh, read too much into that. Uh, Miles Bridges, uh, speaking of bad shooting nights, uh, four of 16, uh, but he did have three three-pointers, 14 points, four boards, two assists, a steal, and a block. Uh, it, it's a, a fairly well-rounded line. We just wish that the shooting percentage was a little bit better. It's uh, really, really hip and hampering him. Uh, but it's nice to see him contribute in some of the other categories. P.J. Washington, 13 points, six boards, a block, uh, only six shots, four of six from the field. Did have a couple three-pointers, uh, three of four. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit flimsy on him right now. Uh, as long as the minutes are still there and, and the Hornets were a little bit banged up tonight, uh, no Nick Batum, no Malik Monk. Um, you know, he's still going to get run out there. And, uh if you want to hold, I don't blame you, uh, but he's just a little bit too up and down for my taste right now. Uh, the center position's kind of been a rotation. Bismack Biombo, uh still getting the start, but uh, only got four points, six boards, an assist, and only one block. Uh, Cody Zeller, uh, 10 points, six boards, an assist, a steal, and a block, a three of seven shooting, perfect from the stripe. Of, all the guys, of those two guys, Cody Zeller, uh, to me, is the guy to own. He's the one that we know can, you know, plot his way to top 100 value. Uh, I think he can do that from the bench, whether it's starting. Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he had 20 minutes tonight. and I, I just hope that they creep his minutes back up. Uh, but uh, even still, he's uh, not a bad guy to have on your bench, uh, even even in a limited run. Kurt, buzz me some Hornets. Uh, P.J. Washington, I'm holding on to him. He had a, a run of about a week or two where he wasn't getting a lot of minutes, but a lot of that was foul trouble. And even though it didn't look like a lot of fouls, like two or three, he'd get those fouls and then sit for a long time. So when he's not getting fouls, 
he gives you this pretty diverse stat set. So I'd hold on to him wherever I had him. And that's that's really all I got here. Gotcha, man. All right. Do my net so I don't have to, please. All righty. Jarrett Allen, 21 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, a block, 7-11 from the free throw line. He has been an absolute monster. In the last 30 days, number 32 on the season. And that's in only 26 minutes. Absolute beast. There, there were drop questions about him early in the season when it's like, oh, is it Jordan or is it Allen? So I think that any talk of that is pretty resoundingly crushed. Spencer Dinwiddie, 24, 5, and 6, one steal, two threes. He's having a nice run with with uh, Kyrie out. Uh, I'm not sure how long that's supposed to be, maybe another week or two, I believe. Torian Prince also has the ability to contribute across the stat set, but his shooting's really hurting you this year. Six points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, one three, two of 12 from the field. I'm pretty stoked about two weeks ago before Bertans went off. I was able to swap out Prince for Bertans, which wasn't an easy move at the time, but now it is paying off dividends. Garrett Temple continues to start 11-2-4, one steal, one three. Uh, he's a back-end 12-team type guy right now, at least until Karras or Kyrie come back. DeAndre Jordan off the bench was able to still give you a serviceable line, considering what Allen did. 9-14, one assist, one block. I don't think he's a must-hold, but he's not a bad guy as one of your last centers. And let's see, Theo Pinson played 15 minutes, and he had 12-3-2 with a block and two threes. So a good amount of stats piled up there for only 15 minutes. Josh, what did I miss here? No, you nailed it. Uh, just, I don't know, man. I'm just really more ticked about the game than anything else. Uh, Torian Prince is so frustrating. Uh, because we can do so much, and he'll just put up these duds. Yeah. Two of twelve shooting. He's been a fringe top hundred, top you know one twenty five guy all year, and it's really just because he has been shooting so terribly, uh, even even with the team playing as well as they were prior to tonight. So he's been a frustrating guy, but I I still would hold him. Uh, at least that's what I'm going to do. Unless it's Bertans. Uh, uh, unless it's for yeah, no, oh my god, yeah, def, definitely move him for Bertans. There's no question about that. Uh, moving on to the Atlanta Hawks and the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls put a whooping on the Hawks. Uh, was not expecting that one. One thirty-six to one hundred two. Uh, I will start on the Hawks side. I'm not really sure that there's that much to go on here. Uh, Trey Young, uh, fifteen points, thirteen assists, couple boards, couple steals, seven ugly turnovers, four fourteen shooting. Uh, I feel like the luster is a little bit off of, of Trey Young a bit. Um, the Hawks have really struggled, um, and that's going to start to affect, uh, you know, it's going to start to affect Trey Young. And, you know, he's going to, like, seems like he, like, last few games, he's been really trying to force the action. Uh, I think there's a little bit of, like, the whole Miami debacle where he was going on with the crowd and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but uh, still a top 25 guy. But just again, this is more of a beware moment that if the shooting struggles, it could it could really, really hamper his value, uh, especially if you're playing in nine cats and have to deal with a massive amount of turnovers as well. Jabari Parker, 11 points, seven boards, a steal and a block. Decent all around night for him. Um, you know, had came came on hot once the Collins suspension hit and then he cooled off now he was warming up again so you know solid all-around night but this is 
going to be the end of the run for him within the next week and a half uh, before Collins gets back. Uh, let's see. Kevin Herter, nine points, uh, four assists, two rebounds, a steal. He's been working his way back, uh, playing minutes in the mid twenties. Uh, if you you know if you want to make a speculative ad, I won't I won't you know fault you for it. I just think he's a little bit capped right now, but I think that that could increase. But I think that they're being a little bit cautious with him. Let's see, DeAndre Hunter, uh, he he blew up not that long ago, and uh, but only finished this one with six points, uh, two boards, an assist, and a block. And I think that's kind of the problem with this Hawks team is just that you don't, never really know where the the stats are going to come from on a night to night basis, especially if your name isn't Trey Young. Uh, because Cam Reddish off the bench played 29 minutes and had 16 points, uh, six boards, an assist, and a block. I mean, it's it's a great line, and just you know, w- like you can't depend on him on a night to night basis. Uh, the percentages weren't great tonight, um, and he's been kind of uh, really really low on on the value scale uh, throughout the year. Uh, but they're going to keep trotting him out there, uh, and Alex Len just to kind of you know mop things up. Had 17 points, five boards, three assists. But uh, again, I'm not paying this front court too much mind, uh, with or without John Collins. It's a bit of a mess, and I'm not touching it. Kurt, hawk me. Only thing I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate on is uh, Cam Reddish. I'm not a fan of this guy's fantasy game, but in the last, he's played good minutes in the last five. Granted, today was a blowout, so. A little hard to read into. In the last seven days, he's number 123 on the season. Not fantastic, but in the standard league discussion the last seven days, on the strength of 14-5 and five with two triples and one steal, I don't think you can depend on him, but maybe later in the year he might be a guy worth owning. I like that he's his position versatility on Yahoo. He can play point guard, shooting guard, and small forward, so that really helps on those days when your lineup's full. I'm not picking him up, but... Maybe, like I said, just playing some devil's advocate there. I think that's fair. Just, uh, But, yeah, just too inconsistent for me. But I understand the logic there. Yes, sir. On the Bulls side, all these guys played limited minutes because of the blowout. No one played more than 25. And the 25 went to Zach Levine. He was scorching hot today. 35-2-4 with one steal, one block, seven three-pointers. And he, hit, he took seven, hit seven. Took four free throws, hit four. And 12 of 16 from the field. If he played a regular allotment of minutes here, shoot, he could have been close to 50. Thomas Sadoransky, a little quiet tonight. 7-2-3, one steal, one three-pointer. Hold on to him. He's having a good year. Chris Dunn, if you picked him up, it was probably for the steals, which he got again tonight. Three steals, one block, two assists, three boards, nine points. Does a little bit of everything. And with Otto Porter out for another month and maybe longer, uh... Definitely keep riding him. Wendell Carter Jr. had 11 and 10. No defensive stats. No triples. Lori Markinen, I think the buy low window is closed. He's had some really solid games lately. 11, 4, and 2. Two triples off the bench. We had Thad Young give us a vintage Thad line. 15, 9, and 6 with three steals. 1-3. If you played Thad in DFS tonight, you probably won some money. Kobe White, we know the story with him. He really just... Scores and not a whole lot else. 19 points, but he did chip in a steal and a block and a few assists. I don't trust him, but I couldn't blame you if you're holding on to him in a standard league for hope of better days. This team doesn't have anything to play with, so he could get some extended run as the year goes on. 
Good to see Denzel Valentine finally get in a few minutes. He's got a well-rounded fantasy game if you ever got up into the mid-20s consistently. 10-3-5 with four steals and two blocks. Really solid on the defensive end. Josh, that's all I got here. I'm with you, man. Uh, yeah, the buy low window is it's either completely shut uh, on Larry Markkinen or you may have only a sliver of hope of buying low if someone's just looking at his season-long stats because he is he's starting to figure it out. We know what he's capable of. Uh, he can be he's, he's been a top 50 guy over the past week, and that could very well continue for, for a very long stretch if he's got his shooting stroke back. So nice to see. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you held on to him, uh, good on you. So that's pretty good. I We are going to move on. Let's see what's next on the agenda here. Ah, let's go with the Jazz and Wolves. Jazz beating the Minnesota Timberwolves 127 to 116. We will get into the Utah Jazz side of things. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 30 points. Uh, six assists, five boards, a block. Uh, good shooting night for him. 13 of 20 from the floor. Two of two at the stripe. Great line. Kind of hovering around that top 50 number, but lines like this will certainly uh, do wonders for him. Rudy Gobert, a big line for him. Uh, 20 points, 16 boards, three assists, two steals, two blocks, eight of 11 from the floor. Uh, only four of seven from the stripe, but that's kind of his M.O., uh, it was a struggles early on in the season, but he's had a, a really good stretch uh, over the past few weeks, even with the, the little bit of an injury issue uh, that he dealt with in between. Uh, I, you know, again, we know what he's capable of. Uh, this was one of those nights, so it's good to see him come through, especially with a uh, a tough matchup against uh, one of the league's best in Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Uh, Joe Ingles. Hey, how about this guy? Uh, 23 points, five boards, five assists, a steal. He's on a heater. Uh, nine of 14 shooting, three of six from deep, two two of two from the stripe. Uh, amazing what can happen when Mike Conley isn't on the floor. Um, you know, and this is really, I, 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 it's, I guess it's sort of safe to say that this is pretty temporary, but he's been lighting it up uh, while Conley's been out uh, with his hamstring injury. So I want to say that this is, Fairly short-lived, but it seems like Conley's hamstring issue has been lingering. Uh, we know he's not getting any younger, uh, so ride the wave if if it's there. If you guys are in daily leagues or, or anything like that, um, dude, grab him. If, he's, if, if people gave up on him, uh, grab him, ride it, and once Conley gets back, just say, ah, you know what, we're done here. But that's... Uh, but he's been he's been red hot, so I, I would I would play uh, I would play the streak while you still can. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, fourteen points, three boards, three assists, uh, ugly six turnovers, ugly four fourteen shooting. Uh, better nights ahead. Jazz won. I'm sure that's fine. Donovan Mitchell had a big night, and so they can't all be winners. Uh, don't worry about that if you're uh, a Bogdanovich guy. And again, this bench is kind of nothing to really write home about. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier had uh, 13 points, five boards, two assists, a uh, couple blocks. So a decent all-around night for him. He did play 22 minutes, so he is kind of stepping in a little bit uh, without Conley there. But uh, it's not uh, not enough to make me uh, 
think of investing in him uh, at any point, even with um, Conley on the shelf. My money's going to Ingles uh, for that one. Kurt, you got any jazz to you want to play? <laughs> well, I just echo here. what you said with uh, Joe Ingles. Ride him while Conley's out. See what happens. Maybe that gets him going. And if he falls off a cliff when Conley comes back, then you just kick him back into the ocean. Yes, sir. How about some wolves? On the Wolves side, on uh, sorry, I was going to say Andre. Andrew Wiggins, 26-6 and six with three assists, three steals, three threes, having a solid year, as Josh predicted. Robert Covington, good to see him shooting the ball a little more tonight. He took 13 shots, which is encouraging. He'd been in the single digits on a lot of nights. Took 10 three-pointers, made three of them. He had 14 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals. I feel like he's kind of quiet this year. But he's still, I want to say, a top 40, top 50 kind of guy. Carl Anthony Towns, by his standards, a little bit of a pedestrian line tonight. 21-11 and 11 with three assists, a steal, no blocks, two threes, and five turnovers. Josh Akogi, maybe a deep league kind of guy here. Could maybe push in the standard league conversation now that he's starting. 13-5 and five with one steal, one block, three threes. Jarrett Culver, a forgettable night for him. He only played 21 minutes. I didn't see if there was an injury here. I, I don't think so. He had four points and three boards. Probably all it was was Jeff Teague getting white hot off the bench for 32 points, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, one block, four three-pointers, perfect six of six from the line, 11 of 16 from the field, and zero turnovers. Amazing nine-cat line from Jeff Teague. Uh we, we said it before that him being on the bench didn't make him an auto-cut candidate. And what had kind of not been there early on in his bench role that we weren't seeing was the shots. He was only taking single-digit shots. So if he's getting more up to the 10-12 shot uh, area, then he's definitely going to be a nice guy. Like I said, a couple of his best games of the season have been off the bench. Josh, what did I miss here? You got it, man. Uh, that was perfect on Teague. Just there was a little bit of, of momentary panic about him moving to the bench, but that wasn't warranted. What I will uh, have a little bit of panic about, uh, not so much panic, but just something to bear in mind, though, is that uh, the trade rumors are going to start whipping up uh, with a lot of different people involved. And Teague could be another guy that could be on the move. So just something to bear in mind, uh, because the Wolves have struggled. Uh, and I just wonder if this isn't a bit of a team in flux. Uh, so I just, uh, he's a name that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if his name doesn't end up in rumor mills, uh, which I'm kind of curious about in any case, uh, let's move on to the Grizzlies and the sun Memphis, uh, defeating Phoenix 115 to 108. Uh, the Grizzlies are, are, are getting healthy again. Uh, and that's good to see. Uh, we will start with Dylan Brooks of all people. Uh, 27 points. He led uh, the the Grizzlies in scoring. Uh, like I said, 27 points, three boards, an assist, two steals, uh, 10 of 18 shooting, uh, and perfect from the stripe is six of six. Uh, look, man, I was like, you know, I wanted to be skeptical of Dylan Brooks, but he's been solid, um, and he's been a pretty dependable guy on this team. Um, I, I again, uh, perhaps I just uh, was more concerned about. Uh, just uh, the consistency in this team and some of the uh, you know, some of the back and forth with just some of the different guys that they have in this rotation between him and Anderson. 
uh, so on and so forth. But uh, he's been pretty solid. You know, nice end of the bench type of guy can uh, fill in on nights like this, especially uh, for decent scoring nights. Uh, John Morant, he's been back. His minutes increased a bit to 33, uh, but uh, didn't really uh, shoot the ball a whole lot. Only uh, nine shots, four of nine from the field, 13 points, six assists, uh, four rebounds, and a steal. Not going to read too much into this. Just uh, you know, he'll have some monster nights. But again, with this team getting a little bit healthier, um, probably just didn't need to force the ball up as much. Uh, and probably because Jaron Jackson Jr. had 24 points, six boards, four assists, uh, a block, and uh, he was 10 of 18 from the floor as well. So he had a pretty good shooting night. He had it going on, uh, three three pointers as well. Look, we know his upside. Uh, he, but bear in mind, he fouled out in 32 minutes. Uh, but his upside are lines like this. He's just the manager's guy. Got to stay on the floor. Uh, and uh, that that's the name of the game. But he can block. He can uh, score. He can board, shoot threes. Uh, just, just a matter of staying on and keep putting it all together. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, a quiet night for him uh, after he had had uh, quite a tear. Only six points, nine boards, and assists. Uh, no defensive stats. No three-pointers. Uh, let's just forget about this one. Uh, and just and move on. Jay Crowder, 13 points, uh, seven boards, five assists, two steals. Uh, people ask me, should I get, you know, he's, he's a boring guy, but he's a valuable guy. Uh, there's nothing wrong with boring uh, just because he keeps getting minutes and he keeps delivering value. And sometimes uh, that's really all you need. Uh, nice to see Brandon Clark return. He had 22 minutes, 15 points, seven boards, two blocks, five to six from the floor, two three-pointers. This is exactly why we're we were so excited about him because he can deliver a lot of value in a limited amount of time. Um, so I'm glad he's back. Uh, they'll probably keep his minutes uh, probably in that low to mid twenties range for a little bit. So don't get your hopes up too much. Uh, but an excellent uh, per minute night for him. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, all I've got for these Grizzlies. A uh, couple end of the bench guys like. Uh, like Melton and Kyle Anderson, but they didn't do much to that. Uh, D'Anthony Melton, nine points, uh, six boards, three assists, a block. Eh, actually, actually, that's a pretty decent line. Only 19 minutes, but I'm not. Uh, I'm giving up on him just because of uh, the Grizzlies getting a little bit healthier. So I don't expect that to continue. Uh, Kurt, Grizzly me. All righty. Uh, JJJ on the season is number 108 in nine cat per game. Aver- uh, per game. So... He's not living up to where you probably picked him around third or fourth round. However, in the last 30 days, he's number 58, a whopping 50 spots higher. So he's definitely trending up. And if people are still looking at the season-long rank, I would be trying to probably buy this guy. Um, And you might not be able to because of all the buzz around him. But I think he's in for a, a big season if he can avoid foul trouble. On the sun side. Let's start with their stud, Frank Kaminsky. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 4-4 from 3-point land. His run's probably going to come to an end pretty soon as Aiton inches closer to a return on the season. He's number 233, so nowhere near standard league value unless you've been streaming him for the last couple weeks. Dario Saric has been in the top 100, 7-5-5. I think he'll also see a ding when Aiton comes back. Kelly Oubre, 
Played 38 minutes for 14 and 13 with one steal, four blocks, one three-pointer. Gotta love those cash counters. Ricky Rubio had 22 and 8 with a steal and a three. Perfect 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Devin Booker had an off shooting night. He was 6 of 17 from the field and didn't hit a three. But he chipped in 10 assists, a steal, 15 points. He'll be better. He's having a strong year. Cam Johnson has been an okay deep league three-point guy. 24 minutes tonight for 11 and 5. One assist, one steal, two threes. Miles Bridges um, had an off night tonight. He's been pretty fringy on, on teams, off teams. Three points, three rebounds. We know he's got the steals potential, but he needs more minutes consistently. Ty Jerome, I'm watching him because you never know what to expect from these rookies. Zero points in 10 minutes. Aaron Baines, second game back, I believe, only played 18 minutes, but went for 12 and 6 with an assist. He had five fouls, so I'm guessing that probably limited him there. And I don't think he necessarily disappears when Aiden comes back. Even in a low 20 minute role, he produ he produces in quite a hurry, kind of like a, a Brandon Clark type. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not doing a whole lot here with this team at this point. Um, besides, I would, like I said, I would ride Baines until Aiton came back. What do you got, Josh? Yeah, I agree with you on Baines. So it's, uh, it's kind of a wait-and-see thing. Uh, just the injury kind of slowed him down, but he was uh, he was delivering, and just uh, they'll, they'll find ways to get him on the court, even with Aiton back. And I just never thought that in my life I would hear the words, Frank Kaminsky stud <laughs> in the same sentence. So thank you'll, you, Kurt. You'll never uh, hear that so, again. <laughs> no, well, yeah, the, that window is, is just about to slam shot. So enjoy that, Frank Kaminsky, if you're listening. Uh, moving on to the Milwaukee Bucks and the New Orleans Pelicans Bucks. Uh, without Giannis uh, still dispatching the Pelicans with ease, 127 to 112 uh i will uh go through the pelican side of things uh jj reddick leading uh the pelicans in scoring with 31 uh and what's kind of insane it was a very kind of clarksony night for him uh only two assists and uh, a rebound no defensive stats to speak of but a solid shooting night 10 of 16 uh from the floor eight of eight from the stripe I guess the difference, I shouldn't give him the Clarkson label. It's just there, you know, he's not really, that is kind of lunacy. Uh, he's never been a big defensive guy, but uh, usually you like to see a little bit more on, on the boarding and, uh, and assist side with him. But, hey, we're not going to complain when he's uh, clearly was feeling it tonight. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll take that. Uh, even though he really kind of hasn't been the, the J.J. Redick that we've come to know and love, he's been hovering around that top 100 uh, mark for uh, much of the season uh, this probably will uh, inch him up uh, a little bit further beyond that so uh, yeah just another guy who could be in trade rumors as well uh, as the season progresses uh, Brandon Ingram 25 points 10 boards and assist uh, nothing defensive to speak of only 9 of 22 shooting uh, 3 of 10 uh, from the stripe okay is what it is I mean, all things considered with Brandon Ingram, I mean, we were probably not going to get like it, one of those, uh, you know, like a top 20 continuation uh, for him. But, uh, hey, you know, it's been a great season, so hang on to him uh, for now. Uh, Drew Holiday, 21 points, 
six boards, six assists, couple blocks, a, a, a disgusting eight turnovers. Uh, but he did shoot eight of 11 from the floor, did have four uh, three-pointers. So UA catters had a great night. Uh, Non-catters, not so much. Uh, but, you know, it's, part of it comes with the territory. He did play 38 minutes, which is, which is great. Uh, but at the same time, that's a little bit troublesome uh, considering, uh, you know, he, he kind of does get a little bit banged up here and there, and uh, there there's always a risk of shutdown with this team, so you never know. Uh, Jalil Okafor started and did a whole lot of nothing, 2.6 assists, three boards. Uh, I think that uh, Derek Favors is getting close to a return, uh, he was with the team practicing, but uh, was ultimately ruled out of this one. Uh, so, you know, he is likely to come back from his back injury as well as death in the family. Uh, so any value that was left with Okafor and guys like Jackson Hayes, who did have a pretty good night, 12 points, uh, five boards, an assist, two steals and two blocks. Uh, those days are probably going to be limited moving forward. But a nice night for Hayes, but it's going to be a standalone one because it looks like Favors is is, uh, getting ready to come back. Uh, Kenrich Williams uh, got the nod starting and did absolutely nothing with it. Zero points, seven boards, five assists. He did chip in a block and 0-5 from the floor. Lonzo Ball, he's just kind of all over the place. Six boards, um, and not in a good way all over the place. Six points, uh, six assists, five boards, four steals. A very almost bizarre uh, five by five because he added uh, four turnovers. Uh, not the kind of five by five you really want from Lonzo Ball. Uh, two of nine from the floor, a three pointer, only one of three from the stripe. Uh, I don't know, man. I, you know it's a you know you know the drill with Ball. Uh, just uh, some of the ugly shooting. Uh, he can do it in some of the popcorn stats. He does it on the defense defensive sides, but man, just some of the shooting it just can be hideous. Um, and he's got to be healthy, but overall just it's, you know, he's kind of a name right now, you know, is what it is. Um, Kurt, that's all I got for the Pelicans. Anything you want to add there? Only thing I'll hone in on is Jackson Hayes, who I've been kind of avoiding because the looming threat of Zion, of favors, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Zion. With this team going nowhere fast, we might see him in very limited role this season. And, and Favors, we, we heard him link to trade rumors today, which take the trade rumors with a grain of salt because you're going to be hearing all kinds of them. But if things break right for Jackson Hayes, why not play this young guy? Uh, in the last 30 days, he's averaging ten about 10 and 5 with 1.3 blocks, and he's doing it in limited minutes, also 59% from the field. So I've been hesitant on him. But I, I could see picking him up for somebody like, a I don't know if you had a, a Cody Zeller or a Kelly Olenek. I could understand if you wanted to take the upside play with Jackson Hayes. Interesting. All right. I buy it. Uh, like I said, not, not running to pick him up, but I could see Oh, it. no, no, of course. But, yeah, yeah, no, sure. The, the, the possibility that, that everything falls to hell with hell. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and he's the guy. He would be a guy worth hanging on to in that scenario. Yeah, I think so. On, on the Buck side... Like you said, no Giannis tonight. So if you thought Ursan Ilyasova was going to go for 18-9 and nine with three assists, one steal, and two threes, uh, congratulations. You should probably play the lottery. Chris Middleton, 24-5-4 with two steals, one three. 
Um, he's, he's getting it back together here. Eric Bledsoe led the team with 29. 29 points, three boards, six assists, two steals, five three-pointers. Good shooting night for him as well. Wes Matthews started, hit three threes, not much else. Brooke Lopez is probably the guy that I'm keying in on here. Played 25 minutes, nine points, five boards, three assists, only one block, and two three-pointers. I know points is only one category, but a lot of people seem to overvalue it or put a lot of weight into it. In his last eight games... Brooke Lopez has had seven single-digit games, and he, he's just kind of quiet so far um, or, or, or lately, and I think you could probably get him on the cheap. For a guy that's averaging two and a half blocks in the last 30 days, that's just a monster block number. Just for the blocks alone, I think he's worth buying. Other guys here on the bench, his brother Robin Lopez went for eight and five. Nothing to see there. DiVincenzo... Had some buzz. He's not really worth owning in standard leagues. Maybe 14 teamers. Maybe not even there. Three points, three boards, three assists, one three in 24 minutes. George Hill, 13, three and three with three steals and three threes. Did that in only 19 minutes. Uh, very solid line for only 19 minutes, but that's not really replicable. He's been a, a deep league kind of guy this year. Really, Josh? That's all I got here. The only thing, like I said, I'm honing in on is Brooke Lopez, trying to buy him. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a little bit of a buy-low window that opened on Lopez just because he has really, really struggled shooting. Uh, and those percentages have cratered over the past couple of weeks. So the truth of the matter is, is that he's still kind of that top 50 uh, range on the on the full season. But if anyone's getting a little bit panicky because he's been shooting well in the, the low 30s, uh, from the floor, then yeah, this might be the time to kind of swoop in and uh, pick up a, a surefire top fifty guy. Uh, if any, if any owners are getting panicky about the the poor shooting, and you don't need to play the lottery. Uh, if if you picked up Ursanilia Sova, you just need to listen to our guys, uh, <laughs> Coach and Mike Apatria, and play some DFS. That's true. Uh, and and check those guys out on DFS today. So I. I hope that I, we get a plug in return, boys. Uh, so just bear that in mind. Uh, moving on, we will get to the the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I will. We are recording this on East Coast time because uh, it is late here, um, and so this game is kind of ongoing. There is three minutes left in this one. It is currently 87-86 uh, in favor of the Kings. And we'll uh, low-scoring affair uh, in this one. Uh, I will take you through the current Thunder team and uh, you know see if there's been any changes. At the, it's now 89-86 with under three minutes to go. Uh, there are a quartet of Thunder players with 12 points. We'll start with Danilo Gallinari. Uh, he has 12 points, eight boards, three assists, a steal, uh, only four of 12 shooting. Um your leading scorer is uh, Abdel Nader, of all people. He has 15 points as the game is now tied 89-89 with two and a half to go. Uh, 15 points, uh, three boards, a steal on 5-9 shooting. Um, I would say put a watch on him because he's playing 32 minutes tonight. Um, and uh, Terrence Ferguson has been out. And, um, you know, someone needs to step in uh, at that small forward position. Steven Adams has 12 points, 13 boards, uh, four assists, uh, two blocks, 
Uh, five of ten shooting. The free throw shooting is back to ugly again. Uh, but you know what? Uh, considering that I-, I wanted to drop him in the worst way early on in the season, I'll take lines like this from him because it got really, really ugly early in the season, but he's turned uh, his season around. So uh, good on Steven Adams. Uh, Chris Paul, eight points, 12 assists, seven boards, three blocks. Uh, not a great shooting night, but considering uh, everything else, uh, I'll-, I'll take it from Chris Paul. Uh, they don't all need to be big scoring nights, but uh, I love 12 assists. I love seven boards. Love the three blocks from him uh, as well. Uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander, 12 points, four assists, three boards, a, a steal in the block, which is nice. But again, the, the story of the season that he has really, really struggled from the floor. Only four of 11 from this one. Uh, off the bench, Dennis Schroeder, uh, 17 points, uh, two two boards, uh, two steals and a block. So uh, great defensive stats. Uh, we kind of enjoy him here just from the, the sheer value standpoint. Um, so solid night for Schroeder off the bench. Uh, he's uh, He's been moving up in those in the ranks now, cl- well clear of the top 150, and that number could keep climbing uh, depending on how the rest of the season for the Thunder shake out. The game is now 91-91 with a minute to go. Uh, overtime may affect these box scores, but uh, I don't expect a whole lot to change in what was likely a slow-paced game. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Thunder before we jump over to the Kings? No, I'm good. Let's hit the Kings. Let's do it. All righty. Uh, Marvin Bagley returned tonight after whatever it was, six, eight weeks. So really good to see him back out there. He came off the bench tonight. Um, it shouldn't take him long to get up to speed because – he was still able to get his condition conditioning going. So I'd say the big lines are probably right around the corner, but not tonight. Uh, just 23 minutes, 11.6 rebounds, one block. Nemanja Bialica is probably a guy that I want to talk about here because I saw him preemptively getting dropped in a lot of leagues. People saying Bagley's return would push him into obscurity. And if you haven't dropped him already... I wouldn't until he he fades. Like, why not ride it until the wheels fall off? They didn't tonight. Uh, He was limited by foul trouble a little bit. He had four fouls. He had 10 points, five boards, two threes, and only 22 minutes. So the minutes did did take a hit. I didn't watch this game. I recorded this one. Looking forward to watching it to see what happened here. But it's hard to say whether this minutes dip was partially due to Bagley, partially due to the fouls. In either case, I would keep on holding him. In the last 30 days in 9-cat, he's number 49 on the season. So it's pretty hard to imagine cutting the guy who's number 49 in the last 30 days. Keep on holding till till it falls apart. If he was dropped and you got somebody cut, maybe pick him up. Rashawn Holmes, speaking of the last 30-day stats, number 6 on the season, 9-cat, in the last 30 days. What a monster. Uh, I think he will see some of a hit with Bagley back, and I think... I think he might actually see more of a hit than people are letting on, but he's still going to be great. Do not cut him. Uh, do not do these preemptive cuts. He's going to be great. He'll, he'll probably see a little come off the top, but he'll be fine. 10-7 and seven tonight with two steals, one block. Only played 24 minutes, but he too had a few fouls. Harrison Barnes, he was kind of invisible tonight. 5-4-3, and three, no defensive stats, no threes. Corey Joseph still started in place of Fox. 7-2-2. Two, and two. Deep league only guy really here, unless you're really desperate for assists. Buddy Heald's coming back a little bit. 
Still doesn't have his shooting touch where it was last year, but you can't argue with 23 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, and five three-pointers. Also, the fact that he took 14 three-pointers is amazing. He's, at least last year, was one of the better three-point shooters by percentage. So, I mean, a couple of those shots get a little closer. He could be talking about seven, eight threes in this game. Trevor Ariza, kind of surprisingly, I, I did not see him playing this many minutes with Bagley back. Played 28 tonight for five and five with two steals. Nothing to see there, really. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, he was a monster a couple weeks back. Uh, small sample size. He was somewhere in the, the first round value, a nine cat. 14 and three tonight, one steal, one three-pointer. If you were able to sell high on him, congratulations. Um, if you recorded any games and you're watching any of them later, I think this is definitely the game to watch, to watch this rotation and, and continue to watch the Kings. Their next game is probably pretty important as well. These stats may change, as Josh said. There's 30 seconds left, and it's 91-91, so this might go to overtime. Josh, what did I miss on these Kings? What's what's your take on this front court rotation? I will just echo what you said. Just hang on to both Bielitsa and definitely hang on to Rashawn Holmes. Just see how things shake out. Uh, it's Yes, it is safe to assume that Bagley will get back into uh, that 30-ish minute range. It may take him a little bit of time to get there. Um, I do believe that Bielitsa will take the hit, uh, but until that actually happens, yeah, just hang on to him. Uh, you know, just as a just-in-case, because you never know uh, with these guys. And I did want to just uh, mention that I did see some news that uh, De'Aaron Fox does believe that he might be able to return within a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. uh, so, that would, so that would render Corey Joseph uh, completely moot, uh, and that would kind of change the dynamic of this team as well, especially uh, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, who, uh, like you said, went on a bit of a tear. Uh, but then kind of falling a little bit back to earth there. It is now 93 to 91. Uh, again, same, uh, about 30 seconds left in this one. Uh, can't imagine, uh, again, barring overtime, uh, that the, the, the box score in this one is going to change all of that much. So that's a pretty good rundown uh, of these guys. Uh, in a game that um, I'm pretty sure we don't mind closing on, uh, is uh, unless I missed anything because I, I tend to do that. So I didn't miss anything, did I, Kurt? No, sir. All we got left yeah. is the toilet bowl. <laughs> oh my god, the toilet bowl <laughs> between the New York Knicks and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, oh dear god, uh, the Knicks are somehow winning this game by 14. Um, I, I, I don't, I man, I don't even know where to begin in this one. It is about there's about four and a half left to go in the third. The Knicks are, are up 82 to 68. Uh, that's depressing in so many ways for the Warriors because the Warriors are actually getting somewhat healthy, uh, relatively speaking. I mean, obviously no Steph, no Clay, but Draymond's back, D'Angelo Russell's back. Uh, so this is kind of a disappointing uh, looking score right now. But you know, look, stranger things have happened. Uh, on the Knicks side, uh, Marcus Morris uh, having a big night, 26 points so far, six boards and a steal. Uh, it's really the scoring that's driving it. He's hit four three-pointers and has been perfect at the stripe. And again, it, it just seems like they're just going to allow him to continue to do his thing. Uh, so he may hold value uh, in spite of all the madness that uh, exists on the Knicks. R.J. Barrett, who I basically just said cut bait on, is 
going to try to make me look stupid. Um, 16 points, six boards, three assists, a steal. And, oh, my God, he's 7 of 11 from the floor and hasn't gone to the stripe. Um, if he could do that every night, I will happily eat my words, except they won't play the Warriors every night. So I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. Uh, Julius Randle, 17 points so far, eight boards, four assists, no defensive stats, five of 11 uh, shooting, and five of eight from the stripe, couple three-pointers. Uh, it has been an absurdly ugly season uh, for Julius Randle. Uh, this is a pretty decent line, but again, uh, it's the Warriors. I'm taking it with a grain of salt because he didn't really doesn't really do that much on the defensive side to begin with. He's taken a lot of bad shots on this team. Um, so while there might be some some of you nihilists out there that think there's buy low with him, um, you know it's still the Knicks and he's got that Knicks shine on him. So I'm I'm not uh, not going to pay that too much mind. Uh, Todd Gibson is starting for some reason and had zero points so far with four boards and an assist, uh, a block as well. You can ignore him. Uh, Frank Nilakina, two points and three turnovers. Yes, I'm reading that correctly. He has two points and three turnovers in this one on one of two shooting. I, I want to watch this team into the sun. Uh, Bo- Bobby Portis, uh, 11 points, two boards, uh, two assists off the bench. Uh, and and I got to cover him. Mitchell Robinson, uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. He is glued to the bench, uh, has only played 14 minutes thus far, only has seven points, six boards, an assist, and a single block. Uh, please, someone free this man from from the hell that is this team. Um, I, I, I Was that sarcastic enough for you, Kurt? Like, I, I feel like that's a good way to wrap this, this podcast up, right? Short no, of the man, Warriors. You're, you're right on. How how frustrating that they finally fired David Fisdale and this new guy, I believe his name is Mike Miller, comes oh my, in. Oh, my God. Trotting out the same lineup. How is Taj Gibson still starting? So, clearly, there's somebody, you know, in management pulling the strings here. And if that continues, unless they get fired as well, we might not see things break oh Mitchell God. Robinson's way. I'm still bullish on him. He's one of the few guys that can just underperform and underperform. And because of the blocks, I'm like, buy low, buy low. Uh, I would still do that. But, man, it has been a frustrating ride for him. Uh, I would sell Marcus Morris if you can because who knows what's going to happen if things do change here. But like you said, they just they just keep staying the same. I would not be looking at Alfred Payton like people were in the last week just because – yeah, it's just not happening. There's you can't trust anyone here, really. And man, R.J. Barrett, like you said, he's <laughs> that always happens when you when you throw some shade on a guy or cut him, then they'll have a game like this. Next next game, he's gonna go out there and probably be like one for thirteen. Yep. Uh, nowhere near a standard league guy by by the rankings, but I could understand if you're holding him in a points league or if you don't care about percentages or turnovers. Yeah, I'd, you want to get to the other side of the toilet? Oh here? my God, take 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 us home. Just hit the Warriors so that we can just. Oh my God, <laughs> mercifully end this one. Alrighty, on the other side of this uh, toilet bowl, we have Eric Pascal, only playing 17 minutes, without foul trouble. Currently has five points, one board, and one assist. Nothing else. Pretty disappointing for Bas- Pascal. He's really a points, boards, and percentages kind of guy, but just off night for him. I didn't see anything in the injury report, but maybe maybe check that out. Draymond Green, 
14, 5, and 8. Three steals, one three. And has currently played 27 minutes. We still have a minute to go in the third. So, I mean, he could easily get over 30 here. I thought his minutes cap was at 27, but then the other night he hit 30-some. Um, as our good man Dan Vesper says, the Warriors are in the middle of a 10-game streak where they don't have any back-to-backs. So if they can stay healthy, guys like Draymond and D'Angelo Russell should be able to get string together a good amount of games, and that could be some good, good time to try to move them. Uh, Glenn Robinson... He's so up and down, 11-2-1, one steal in 25 minutes so far. Willie Cauley-Stein had a really good game not too long ago. Tonight, 4-5, and five, but did chip in three blocks. Only played, has played 16 minutes so far. D'Angelo Russell might end up with a good line. He's got 18-2-5, two steals, and four three-pointers. Um, one guy that I like his game but won't get minutes as long as Draymond Green or Russell are starting is Kai Bowman off the bench. You could drop him pretty much anywhere. Marquise Chris is somewhat interesting, and I really don't want to go back down that rabbit hole again. He's he's burned us so many times, but if things get shaken up here, he's got the ability to contribute across the board, and he looks a little bit more determined out there this year. He doesn't look quite as confused. Like Maybe he actually knows what's going on in the NBA now. But other than that, oh Alec Burks, I'll touch on him. He was a popular ad. Uh, 19 minutes off the bench, 1 of 7 from the field for 4 points, 4 rebounds, 1 steal. He probably will be outside the standard league discussion while Green and Russell are playing. Probably a 14-16 teamer here. Jordan Poole hasn't entered the game. Oh, Kevon Looney. Only 5 minutes tonight for 5 points, 1 rebound. Don't know what happened here. There's still a whole other quarter left to play, but... If you picked him up and you were hoping for maybe like a an 8-8 eight and eight kind of guy with a block and a steal, ugh, I, you're going to have to be patient. But I I don't know, Josh. Not a whole lot. It's a, it's a roll of the dice with this team beyond Draymond and D'Angelo Russell. And, and you never know when they're going to sit when they have a, a hangnail yeah, or, or pretty much ex- ex- Exactly. Just there's so many wild cards on this team beyond those two guys. Just absolutely no one that I can trust on a night-to-night basis. Um, yeah, just short of other injuries hitting uh, Draymond and, and D'Angelo Russell. Um yeah, just hard, just really hard to invest in anyone on this team. It is eighty-seven, eighty at the end of the third. I, I, it's worth getting to the finals for these guys. The final score for these guys. So uh, that that'll about do it. Uh, Kurt, man, uh, it's always exhausting but always fun. Uh, thank you for um, for sticking around with us uh, again. This is the box score breakdown. Uh, we are a hoop ball presentation do check us out hoop-ball.com uh i am josh millman and uh yeah I, i've been answering a whole bunch of your questions on twitter so you can find me uh and my man el capitan on twitter uh, i am at josh millman kurt you are i'm at captain Canegas. Uh, i'll save you the time of spelling it check it out in the description uh, i too will hit you up with uh, answers to your questions Josh, thanks for always running this big marathon Wednesday. We always have a massive slate, and we always just power through. So it's been fun. Thanks, thanks everybody, for listening. Let us know how we can improve, if we're missing anything. 
And yeah, hit us up with your questions. Good night, footballers. Have a good one. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.